Stephanie Milkey here, aka Keto Mom, or often called Mom, Sis, Steffi, Daughter, Wife, Aunt, and Friend. Just like many of you, I carry a lot of titles. My favorite title is Mom. I should probably say Wife, which takes a lot of my time. But let's be honest if you want to do something and do it well, you will make the time for it. Commitment is hard because we find ourselves overcommitted, but when you practice prioritizing, you will find out what is actually important and what you can let go. With the Keto Mom Podcast, you will learn together how to manage our time, commit to the most important things in life, and I will equip you with the tools you need to feel qualified each step of the way. My name is Stephanie Milkey, and welcome to the Keto Mom Secrets Podcast. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to the Keto Mom page. We have so much to talk about. All right, as you're tuning in, where are you tuning in from? If you hear a loud thud, it sounds like something's banging in my house. My husband is running on the treadmill. And I will tell you, this is something that he set a very specific goal. We're going to talk about. He set a goal with a time frame that was achievable. And he's not waiting until January to start. He started yesterday or the day before. I think he started on Saturday. I'll tell you about it in a second. But as you're tuning in, in the mornings, I like to go through a book or mindset or something to help you start your day off or if you already started your day off super early and it's not going so well, just to help you go, all right, I have choices every day. I choose my attitude. I choose the food that I eat. I choose the people I talk to, kind of, depending on where you work. Uh, but you do. You have the choice to be crabby to yell at somebody, to be kind, right? So if you've had that morning already where you're like, it's a Monday, or you feel behind, or maybe you're revisiting something that happened this weekend, whatever it is, I want you just to breathe for a second, and I want you to go, today's going to be a great day. I actually woke up, and I was normally, I should have opened up my Bible and did my own reading and did all of my morning things. But instead, which is a bad habit, I opened up my phone only because I had a whole bunch of stuff going on last night and I was like bombarded in a good way with 101 questions. And so I've been answering a ton of questions this morning, uh, both here and on Instagram. And so I got caught up and I sat down and I had, I, before I did this live, I had to go, all right. What do I get to do today? Because today is actually going to be a very busy, productive day. We have a lot going on and we're leaving for Texas and there's so many things that we're doing. So I want you to know it is really powerful to start your morning off with a heart of gratitude, just to breathe, to not get uh, stuck in the hustle and bustle and the crazy, but just to go, Patricia, I'm coming to Texas. I'm coming to Dallas actually for the next two weekends. So, um, I, even as I was brushing my teeth this morning, I was like, this is the lady, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. I was like, I will rejoice. I will rejoice. Like, do you ever have to like be your own cheerleader? Because sometimes you're going to have to be your own cheerleader. You are, uh, you, I know you want other people around you to support you. I know that it's way better to do it with other people that are in proximity with you. And then sometimes you have to do it. I had to go. It's going to be a great day. 
I know I have a lot to do. I wrote down a list of things. I'm not going to forget. I've got, I'm going to do it with a joyful heart. I'm not going to be stressed out. It's going to be amazing. All right. So that's my morning. Maybe you can relate. So we have been going through and are continuing to go through this book called Dream It, Pin It, Live It. In fact, it's really fun because my husband uh, has been doing it with me. So I will tell you, remember, this book is a really simple process or tuning into the lives is as well. It's easy. It really is or simple to do the actions. It's also simple not to do it. So when I sat down this morning, right? And when I, oh, you guys are all from Texas. Oh, you guys, I'm so excited. Maybe I should plan a little meetup. Um, <laughs> wouldn't that be fun? I don't know if anybody would actually come. I don't know why you'd want to meet me, but it would be fun to meet you. Anyways, so in this book, we have been talking about writing down your goals, brainstorming, what do you want for 2023, right? What are some desires on your heart? What are things that you want, places you want to go, people you want to see, things you want to do? Maybe you create a vision board just on fat loss. Maybe you're like, I am focused on my health this year, right? So if you don't have the book, I would encourage you to get it. We're actually on chapter five, and she's talking about the power of what the vision board actually does for you. We've already gone through the brainstorming. We've gone through the writing things out. We've gone through getting specific, putting dates to it, getting measurable. And that's so I wanted to tell you something. One of the action steps was write out 101 things. And then it was narrow it down to 10. And then it was write those 10 things every day for 30 days. And this morning I saw my journal and I was reading through the book and I was getting ready. And I was like, I'll do it later. I'll write my 10 things later. Well, sometimes later never comes. I had my journal, so I opened it up and I wrote my 10 things down. And I was like, oh my goodness, I'm so glad I did that because there were some things that I needed a reminder of. The vision board that you are going to create from now until the end of the year, the very specific 10 goals that you're going to do, if you get up and you actually do what it says to do and write them down, it was a reminder. I was like, oh, I didn't start that yet. Oh, I need to get, I need to get a, um, we like to do a remember wall. I'll tell you what that is in a second, but that's one of my, well, I'll tell you about it right now. Actually, I'm kind of all over the place. Number one, it's easy to do things and it's easy to not do them. It was easy for me to sit there for two seconds and go, I'm not going to write this out. I'll do it later. And then I was like, oh my goodness, that's what most people do. And then we don't do it. So I sat down, I wrote up my 10 goals. And then as I wrote, I, I remembered, I know why you should write them out every day because it gets it in you in the morning so that when I say I'm going to write every day or when I say I'm going to create, there are certain things I want to create for next year. When I say a certain business goal, when I say a health goal, when I say what I want to do with my physical health, it's in me in the morning. It helps me make those better decisions. It helps me have a positive attitude. It reminds me of the things that I want to do so that as I go throughout my day, my choices are made based on my 10 goals of the year. Does that make sense? So I was reminded of a remember wall. We've done this for years and I've done it in different ways. But really what I love best is I would put a whole bunch of paper um, taped to a door for the whole year. And I would write 2022. And this year I had it on paper, but it was on my desk and it was easily hidden when I threw things on the desk. I'm going to tape it up this year 
Because when I do that, I see it, I remember, and I remember well is simply this. We wrote out January, and everything that we are blessed with, or we see miracles, or we see prayers answered, or, you know, you're like, oh my goodness, that was so cool. Even down to the smallest things, not just like we were blessed with a ton of dirt this year, but little things like, oh my goodness, somebody paid for my coffee. I don't know. Like, we like to write those things down month by month. It's called the remember wall. That's a part of, we did it last year and I only made it until, I think if I look at it, I probably have made it to the summer and then I just forgot about it because it wasn't in my sight. So I'm going to put it back up for this next year because when you have a bad day, like there are things I bet happening to you all the time that if you were to just acknowledge the simplicity and the small actions of people somebody held the door for you, the smiles, the somebody grabbed your lunch, the, or even to the big things like the healing that our daughter had after she was thrown from a horse and transported in the ambulance this summer, right? Like big or small, there are things that you should be thankful for. There are miracles all around you. There are things that you're praying for right now that you might actually, you might not might actually, you will see come to pass. There are things that you're believing for. And what happens is, is we can be so thankful in the moment. And then what happens? The next day comes, the next week comes, the next month comes and you forget. And then you get caught up in the hustle and bustle of the next goal or the, maybe the next challenge. So, <coughs> excuse me. When you write things down and you have one of those bad days or you have a challenge you're struggling with, you can go back to your remember wall and let's say it's April. You can go back to January, February, March, and you can go, oh my goodness, we are so blessed. Remember what we did and remember what we were blessed with in January. Do you remember what we were blessed with in February? And it helps you with a heart of gratitude. So I don't know if that makes sense. When I make mine, I'll show you how I do it. But I for, I didn't for, I mean, I would have remembered as it got closer to the end of the year. But because I wrote it out, I was conscious of it. And so I will keep it here and I will create it. Does that make sense? The point of this book and doing the actions is not only to help you create and go after the things you want, but to actually go after the things that you want. We want, I want you to create. I want you to dream. I want you to do the action steps. If you will have goals for this next year, if you're just keeping them up in your mind, they're going to stay up in your mind. This book has a ton of great statistics and analogies of, are you sitting in the, are you on the sidelines? Are you in the game? Are you the passenger seat in your life? Are you the driver, right? Are you going to be anywhere from one to 3% of people that accomplish their goals or the 97% who don't? So we are on the point of creating and why it is important to display your vision, to create a vision board, to print out the pictures, to, to actually do the work. And she says this, after you design your vision board, which I want you to start thinking about, start printing out pictures because we're going to start creating. It's very vital. She says it's important that you keep these visions in front of you constantly. This is not something that you start January 1st and just put it away in a drawer, right? Or a desk. My girls have them taped on their walls. I told my husband, I was like, man, I was so good at this. Last year, I kind of let it go. Uh, I have a vision board. I was like, where is my vision board? I clearly didn't hang it up. So I'm going to go search for mine because it's in a drawer. And if it's in a drawer, I actually, uh, 
in September, I wrote out some of the goals and dreams that I had on my mirror. So I do have verses and quotes and I do have a couple goals and actually just reached and we've reached them from September until the end of the year because I saw them. I focused on them in the morning when I was doing my makeup. I'm pointing at my bathroom because I can see my mirror right now. And I was, <coughs> I was focused on them, but I don't have my original vision board. I mean, I do somewhere in the house. So she goes, your mind always moves towards the, towards the dominating images in your mind as you keep before your eyes. So keywords that you keep before your eyes. How many of you actually are doing this? How many of you are writing out your goals for next year, dreaming? How many of you are actually can create a vision board? I would love to know. She tells a whole bunch of stories in chapter five. I'm not going to read them to you. But a couple of things she says is the more you look at the images on your future vision board, the more you desire them. The more you desire them, the more you persistently work towards them. You become They're going to be fulfilled, right? Because just like me writing down those goals every single day, it reminds me of what I'm wanting. It's in the front of my, it's in front of me. I have to print pictures out still and create the board. But even as I'm just journaling, it reminds me of what I'm wanting to go after, therefore helping me make better decisions, either good or better decisions, right? Because I even had a, a conversation with my friend yesterday. I was like, we've got a couple things coming up next year that are good, but it might not be the best decision. It might not be our best yes. So we're praying about it because there are good things and there are better things. There are things that you want to do, but it might not be in the season of which you need to do them. I don't know. That's kind of makes sense in my head. So this is your visual reminder of what you are expecting to accomplish in 2023. You may need to place your vision board in a private place so that others aren't viewing it if it's special to you, right? Or it could be where everybody sees it, where they help hold you accountable. It's up to you. Like mine's in my bathroom right now. There was a couple things more personable to me, but nobody uses my bathroom because we have a guest bathroom, right? So my husband sees it. My kids see it. I wouldn't share all of that. It's just a personal thing. So even your vision board, even if it's not placed where anybody else sees it, it needs to be placed where you see it. It could be in a closet. It could be in a place where you go that it's your, you see it. Does this make sense? So she gives some incredible Bible verses that back up visions and dreaming. Um, and just the word of God. I, I know not every, I mean, I have people that are like, what? I don't even, it doesn't matter. There's science and it's biblical, both, whichever way you decide to fall on you can understand that there is research on the power of the brain and the things that you see and what you put in front of you right? Your vision is for your future. You need to meditate on it day and night. You can say the images that you think on deeply, the things that you focus on and engage on are and engage in are showing you who you are, who you really are. The point is that when, I'm sorry, the point is that whatever you focus on will eventually develop in your life. You have to believe it. You have to write it down. You are going to take action on the things that you're actually wanting. So she really shares a ton of stories. Um, so I'm not obviously going to read those to you, but the last thing I would say is this, the importance of visualization. What is visualization? What is it? It is simply the use of images through pictures or mental images to create a vision of what you want in your life. Your mind is activated on pictures. If you say, 
I want a new car. You don't think C-A-R. You think what kind of car? It's in your head. Do you want, you probably picture a truck or a van or uh, something fancy. I don't know. Whatever it is, you think through pictures. It's the same way with how you want to look, right? Well, I want to lose 50 pounds, but I bet you some of you have a visual of what you want to look like, right? Now, let's make sure it's not a Photoshopped image on Instagram, but in general, how you want to look. And so maybe some of you this year create a health vision board of all of the actions you're going to do, the things you're committed to, which my husband is doing right now. Just so you know, one of, one of the chapters talks about creating your vision board, right? But it's writing down your goals and writing down specific smart goals. So my husband, our friend Brian messaged him and he says, Hey, I'm going to do a 15 K mud run, some crazy obstacle thing in July. Would you like to do it with me? And my husband was like, Oh, Oh, one of my best friends is doing this and he wants me to do it with him. And I am not prepared. And he said, Stephanie, Listen, I failed it. I, I, I was a, this is a wife fail for a second. And he said, do you think I can do it? And I said, no, <laughs> I know. I apologized. He's like, this is not time for your trying to trick me into doing it. Do you think I can do it? And I said, no. And I said, okay, yes, I do. Remember. If you've said you're going to do things for a long period of time and you don't do them, you might have people in your life that go, you've already done all of that. You've tried to get healthy. You've done, I mean, remember people will look at you and they do, they, they think I've already seen you do all of the things. What's going to change this time? Well, it's going to change because you have them, your goals written down. You're going to have smart goals. You're going to have a vision board. It's going to stay in front of you and you're going to dominate it. So I said, I'm sorry. Yes. I do think that you can do it. And I don't know whatever flipped in my husband, but he wrote down the goal. He committed to the goal. He bought the, 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 um, the race, right? It's like a nine miles. I think it's nine miles with like 30 obstacles. And then you want to know what he did? He didn't wait till January to start training. He got up and went to the treadmill and he's like, I'm going to run. And then he did like three miles, like on and off. I was like, whoa, all right. Then yesterday he got up in the morning and he ran again. <coughs> Excuse me. And then our friends came over and Brian's like, hey, I'm going to go run around your path because we have a mile path around our lake. And I was like, Steve, you should go run with him. He's like, I already ran. And I said, so what? He said, all right. So just so you know, when you share your vision with other people, they might give you a hard time. I apologize. And it also helps people hold you accountable. So I said, you want to do this. You signed up for it. I'm going to push you. So go run again. And he was like, so he did another two miles. And now he's upstairs running right now because he committed. He set a goal. It wasn't like I'm going to go run nine miles next year. It was a set. I have a race coming July 8th that I have to prepare for. I'm not going to wait till January. I started right now. Actually, I'm so proud of him. And, and he's doing it. That is what I want you to do. What do you want? Write it down. And then let's start printing off pictures. We haven't created our vision boards yet, but we're working on it because right now we're journaling and we're brainstorming and we're really getting specific on what we want to commit to for next year. 
That's what I want you to do now so that you hit the ground running. Like Steve. Huh? <clears throat> I didn't intend for that, but that's fine. So the point of visualizing when you are hungry, you visualize what you want to eat. When you plan a vacation, you visualize where you want to go. When you have a big event, you visualize the type of clothing you're going to wear, right? Your mind thinks in images. and So start thinking of the pictures that you want. Get them off the internet. Start printing them out. What happens out there is a result of what happens in here. I've said this many times. As I think, so I feel. As I feel, so I do. As I do, so I have. Get your thinking. Get your goals. Get all of this on a piece of paper and let's start creating. And so that's it. Action step is schedule a time in the next seven days to go somewhere and be alone, to get into a quiet space, close your eyes, and see yourself obtaining these dreams that God has put into your heart. So there's little things that we've been doing. We're journaling. We're brainstorming. You're going to start thinking in pictures. You're going to get specific with your 10 goals. We're going to start creating. So as we do that, you can reach out. You can ask questions. You can, if you don't have the book, I would encourage you to get the book. So I actually think, I think it's just her, I think it's just Terry.com. Or if you type in her name, she has a store. You can just go grab the book. This is a really great book to give to people for Christmas. If you're looking for Christmas gifts, I love to give books. Like hands down, I will say if you can give something to somebody for them, because listen, we all, how many of us really need something? I'm not saying that you don't need anything, but in general, a lot of the things you're probably asking for, even your kids are wants. If you have teenagers, help them dream. Like, give this to them, especially as they're getting closer to graduating. Like, help them get an understanding of journaling and being mindful. Like, this would be a great gift. A great gift. So, I hope you guys have a wonderful morning. Please reach out with questions. Uh, we'll continue to go through the book. We're going to be traveling. So, I will be doing lives. I just need to... I need to make sure I prioritize my day. Um, for those who've been messaging since last night with a crazy fun uh, sale this morning with the buy one, get one ketones, uh, you can just post sale below if you're interested. Just go watch my stories. Um, if you just need help with food, you're brand new, message me. I'm here to help. Continue to tune into the page. There's recipes for seven and a half years. You can go to ketomomsecrets.com, all one word. That will give you how to get started, recipes, keto mom. I call them mom fuel, but ketones or anything else you're looking for. I hope you have an incredible morning and we'll talk to you soon.